Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Hey guys, we're back for another week of Tis the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year, even when sometimes we don't talk for a few weeks because I take extended vacations. I'm Julia. And I'm Anthony, and I was all prepared to sing Reunited and It Feels So Good Tonight, but... (laughs) Tom is without internet because I guess you guys had a bad storm or something. I didn't oh, know. We had a doozy of a storm. Yeah, so we can't. We got to save that reunited for next week because y'all yes. recorded while I was out, right? Did you listen to it? I haven't, but I'm <laughs> excited. I get a chance this week to record with just you. It's kind of fun. You know, like when you take a kid out on like <laughs> a single kid fun event. You get to, you know, hang out with people individually. It's fun. It is. And I've missed you so much. I'll even let the age joke go there. Uh, oh, did I make a joke? Did I open you up for an age joke? You I mean, kind of comp- comparing it to like taking your favorite kid out. I know I'm younger than you guys. So I, I'll let it go. I'll let it slide. That was not intended. I don't see age like you do, Anthony. No, well, apparently not. <laughs> um, yeah, so we uh, in the Tulsa area are really, so Tom and I live in a part of Oklahoma called Green Country, which is just the northeast part of Oklahoma. And it really is anything from uh, some of the bigger suburbs that surround Tulsa, even to uh, like uh, communities east of Tulsa like Claremore and all of that and we is it, had is it essentially like tornado country well all of Oklahoma is tornado country but they call our area of Oklahoma green country because we don't have that nasty red clay dirt that Oklahoma City and to the left has in Oklahoma so there's a few different you know I don't know. That's not topography, but I, I don't know the right word to call it as far as the makeup of the ground underneath us. That is just the geology. Is that all it is? It's just the geology. Um, we we are more lush than Oklahoma City is. They're more dust. So okay. we get to call ourselves green country. So if you ever come here, you're coming to green country is what they call it. Um, but our a line of storms banded together once it passed Oklahoma City and it just battered the Tulsa area with 90 and 100 mile an hour straight line winds on the front leading edge of the storm. And Tulsa is in a bad way. Um, There are parts of Tulsa that have just beautiful big trees. Uh, There's a part of Tulsa called Midtown that has a lot of the homes built in the 30s to 50s, right? And Mm -hmm. so you have all this beautiful trees around them that have been around that long. And when they get hit by hundred mile an hour winds, they do incredible amounts of damage. Not to mention a lot of these neighborhoods have um, power lines that are still not buried. So it's a very bad combination (laughs) for a very windy scenario. So I think the reports this morning were 38% of people in Tulsa County are still without power. Um, lots of people like Tom has power, but they don't have internet and it's just kind of a mess here right now. So that happened Saturday night, which was the day I got back from Disney world. Oh, what a welcome home. I know (laughs) we didn't get as much damage, um, thank God here in Owasso. Yeah. Um, but Marty did spend his father's day helping people clean their yards up, which I thought was a very nice representation of how he is his dad. So maybe Aww. not the most fun thing he's ever done for father's day, but 
So well, that's nice of him. Like I said in the group chat, I don't know how you guys do it living out in the country like that. <laughs> I mean, we we get our storms, but power and internet's usually back quite quickly. Yeah. This doesn't happen often, but boy, when it happens, it really happens. How was Marty's Father's Day besides that? What did the kids do for him? Um, They made him cards. Um, It's just kind of what they do for us or like handmade cards or what whatnot. Um, but we, it was pretty low key. It was the day after we got back from vacation, which sometimes it falls that way, just with Father's Day being in June. So we were all just kind of tired and still doing that whole end of vacation cleanup that you do when you come back from a trip where you have to unpack and the laundry and make sure everything gets back into its place before you start <laughs> real life again. And so the worst a bit of that of vacation coming back. from Yeah, vacation. I kind of like it, though, too. But I'm I'm more of a homebody. I am too. But I'm happy to be recording again. I missed it. I've missed you. Although, you know, you were out in Disney. Did they have anything like new or worthwhile since the last time you went? Like what's the biggest new worthwhile thing they had? Uh the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind ride at Epcot is Oh yeah so good it's so good um i'm gonna go on my get off my lawn kids rant here and say they should have opened a new theme park for the superhero stuff like they did star wars rather than replace the disney stuff yeah which not that the universe of energy was a real banger of a portion of epcot but like i get it um i have mixed feelings about um what songs did Epcot you get on the ride? Taken over by IP. Okay. So we got um we got Blondie's um one way or another two times. We Perfect. got it was great. Love that one. My favorite one was Flock of Seagulls, I ran. That's my favorite one. We got that one. I got that one once. And then um Ethan and Gabe got it a day that they went that I didn't go because I was sick at the end of the trip. Um, we got Conga once, which was fine. Um, we got September twice, which was great. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I love that. I love that song. You mean um, the so uh, really Do good. You Remember that one? Yes. Nice. That nice. was a really good one. Um, Ethan really, really wanted um, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, um, Tears for Fears, but we never got that one. So <laughs> that kind of became our dark horse a little bit. Right, like, are we going to get it this time? And every time the ride would start, it wouldn't be that one. We just kind of look at each other and we'd be like, "Still going to enjoy the ride. <laughs> Still <laughs> a lot of fun." <laughs> so that was our favorite. We rode Tron, which was a ton of fun. Um, just not long enough. Like the launch is phenomenal, so much fun, but the ride itself just not. There's not much to it other than the launch. So we rode that one a couple times. Um, Jude rode. Um. He rode Expedition Everest this time and loved it. He did not ride it last time. I don't know if he wasn't big enough or we thought it'd be too intense. Mm-hmm. Loved it. He loved Cosmic Rewind as well. Um, still will not go on Tower of Terror, but we <laughs> rode uh, Big Thunder Mountain at night for the first time with him. And he's like, it's faster now. He, he was yelling <laughs> that when we were riding it and he loved it. So he's like, I think all rides are probably faster at night. And I'm like, that's a proven truth. Is it proven true? Is it proven true? (laughs) Oh, because I I always thought that too. Like, (laughs) I think it's faster in the back. Feels faster in the back. It's not actually faster in the back. But Hmm. yeah, he loved it at night. It was good. It was a fun trip. Even though did he did he do rock and roller coaster? He's not tall enough for rock and roller coaster yet. How Um, do you feel? Even then, he was like. Not How do you feel about that one getting a redesign soon? Um, I haven't heard anything about the redesign. Oh yeah, so it's going to be the same coaster, but they're giving it an Electric Mayhem Muppets redesign instead of Aerosmith. Oh, I haven't heard that. I mm-hmm. heard somebody had some rumor. Oh, Hannah had heard somewhere they were going to rebrand it to Queen. 
And I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, what they really need to do is they just need to like expand. Do they need to give it a cosmic rewind treatment where you get a different song every time potentially, and you're embracing the rock of it, not just the Aerosmith of it, right? Where you can have a variety of different things if they're going to do anything to it. Um, but I, I still want... have not watched the Mayhem show on Disney Plus yet. It is excellent, and apparently they said that like part of their pitch for that show was a redesign of that ride for the Muppets. Okay. Okay. Which I'm I mean, all for because there's not a lot of Muppet content in the parks anymore. No, there's and not. I, it's all I been eliminated. Except Muppet Vision 3D, which sooner rather than later, that one's on its way out. I guarantee. Yeah. That. Yeah, it is. Which is sad because I love that. It is sad. I love that too. I was sad when um, Captain EO left Epcot because mm-hmm. I really liked Captain EO. Um, and then whichever one replaced it after that, I don't remember that, it left too. But um, yeah, I don't know. The parks are turning into just IP, like all of them. The ones that weren't that weren't IP are turning into it, and, and I hate that. Yeah, it's I don't know. We'll see. The caliber of ride that Cosmic Rewind is is a welcome addition to Epcot. Like Epcot's my favorite the, park, like, and this has just like helped it. Epcot is my least favorite park, but. Yeah, I'm fine with the rides, but give them their own, not at the expense of the classic Disney stuff. Open a second, yeah, open another park. Yeah. Like another, yeah. Well, Disney's not looking into that right now, at least in the state of Florida, where I could access it with a single trip, not with That's, all of the political climate as it is there right now. <laughs> that is true. Univer- Universal's opening a few new parks. Supposedly they're doing a Universal Monsters Land, which I'm all for. Then I'll Oh, nice. In. See? That's like the stuff I'm not sure if I'll ever get to do at Disney. Like the villains experiences where you get to see all the villains and stuff. Like that's what I want. And and I've heard they, rumors too that they would or was it you that said they were gonna do a whole villain? They were gonna park? do a whole villains park with Maleficent's castle as the centerpiece, yeah. and this is gonna be like completely villain themed, which they should still do. They should totally do that. That would be a big draw for me. Um, I want to take a moment and compliment your daughter because you mentioned her a few minutes ago um, and she is so polite. She messaged me before she accessed my <laughs> streaming services I have given you access to to watch something. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't have to do that. But yeah. Oh, sure. no, I told her she had to do that. Well, she did not have to, but it was very polite. <laughs> well, because like. You're exceedingly kind and all of the content you have on there that you pay for, which the podcast should totally be paying for. Going forward, if Hannah or Gabe or Ethan or whoever wants to act blank, that's fine. Well, it has been boring here without you the past (laughs) few weeks. (laughs) We get back into a cadence now. Saw that new Jennifer Lawrence movie, No Hard Feelings. Yeah, that one looked pretty funny very funny I love Jennifer very inappropriate Lawrence. right yes very inappropriate i think on most of the posters i saw for it like billboards it was like this is inappropriate like set it on it this yeah, is it inappropriate very... <laughs> she has She's a so hilari- hilarious uh, fight scene on the beach fully nude to man eater the song man eater which is amazing oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the movie is hilarious, and I did not know she was married with a child. So my crush, yeah, I did. I'm a little disappointed. I have to take her off. Oh, my Ross list. list. I mean, <laughs> he had some married folk on his list. That's true. And we were talking about this at work today. I was like, well, maybe I'm on her list, so maybe I there should. You, <laughs> you should. That's one, right. One, one, <laughs> That's the wise thing dream. to do. <laughs> one can dream. <laughs> My, my my luck it would be like ross i'd do it have it laminated and then i'd run into her of all the celebrity you'd get isabella russellini <laughs> right isabella there yeah you get russellini <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah besides that i mean i finished a book i've been working on for ages like years yeah mm-hmm. i'm very okay. happy about that it's a ya book YA fantasy. when do we get to read it whenever you want mm. mm-hmm. so okay. i'm very happy about that 
Great. I, think, I, I did the math and I think the first time I st- started that idea was like August 2012. Mm-hmm. So nearly 11 years. I'm excited. Yes. Based on everything else you've written that I've read, it only, pe- only points to good. Well, I, I appreciate that. Besides that, though, not much has been going on. Larry got me a cute little Father's Day card. He's such a good boy. He is. He's a sweetheart. (laughs) There were more service animals at Disney than I've ever seen, Um, which we obviously loved because every time we saw one, I was like, that's the goodest boy I've ever seen. Aren't you a good boy? You know, I love those videos, like the TikTok videos. You see, go viral on Facebook of like the dogs meeting Pluto or Goofy, the service animals. Like, they're so cute. So cute. I think, like, legit service animals. Like, I know a lot of people take advantage nowadays, but like, legit service animals, like, you see, like, getting a dipl- their own diploma when they graduate school Aww. with a kid. And I'm like, they're so good. So I always good. wonder, though, like, that must be hard for people who legit need a service animal, who they take everywhere, get so attached part of their life, and then for them to pass, and then just have to almost like immediately replace them because you need them. Like that's gotta yeah. Be hard. I wouldn't be think hard. about that. That'd be super hard. Yeah. Mm-mm. That'd be very hard to do that. Speaking of animals, were you happy to give them to Lucy? Yes, we were. Um, I was surprised my parents gave her back. My dad is quite a fan of Lucy. (laughs) So we, it's funny, um, Lucy's parents had another litter um, 13 weeks ago or something like that. And we got Lucy at 12 weeks. And some of them look just like Lucy. So I've been like watching them a little bit because I think my parents would really benefit from having a dog. And like Lucy's such a good dog that it'd be great to get another one. But for my parents, like from the same parentage where you can kind of, you know, mm-hmm. kind of know what you're getting a little bit. And anyway, so I've been watching them and we got home and I told my dad, I was like, you know, Lucy's got some, I don't know what you call that a sibling. If it's dogs from two different litters, it's still a sibling, right? Little sibling. Yeah. It's still Just like removed mom. or something odd. Yeah. Like- same mom, same dad. <laughs> Um, but, but like a half sibling, right? Oh, it's the same dad. So no, it's, oh, it's the sibling. same exact parents. It's just a different litter. So they're still siblings. Yeah. Yeah. It's just older ones. younger ones. Um, but I told my dad and he was like, no, I don't want a puppy. And mom's like, what we could do is you could give us Lucy and you could take the puppy. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I see how it is. They want to get past the really <laughs> annoying young year. I yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. But, um, but it's good. It's, I'm glad she's home. She was so happy to see us and she just fell right back into her routine here. And we all missed her so much. So I was glad to get home to her. That's my favorite part about coming back from vacation, getting home to Larry. (laughs) Yeah. He's just so excited to see you. Mm -hmm. I love it. Dogs are special. They are. Who was it? That's it, was, it wasn't Maya Angelou. Who? What was it? Who was the famous poet who said, "You don't know," paraphrasing, "until you know the love of a dog, you don't really know what love is." Well, I don't know, but, but it's true. true. Yeah, it's true. Like it's not hyperbole when people say, even on your worst day, like they are still happy to see. You. Yep, that's so true. That's like the realest Pixar's ever been. When right. <laughs> Carl kicks Doug out of the house and Doug is still on the porch and he's still like, what are you doing here? You are my human and I love you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just love him so much. That's we did literally... see Kevin when we were there. The big bird at Animal bird? Kingdom, which was super cool. That's no awesome. Doug, I, love... I would have stopped to meet Doug. I love Doug. Doug's one of my favorite like recent uh-huh. Disney characters. Yeah. I want to see Elementals purely to see the Carl's first uh, Carl's date shirt with him and Doug. Oh no, I haven't seen anything about that. Like there was a little bit of merchandise, but I don't really know anything about that movie or any shorts related to it. It's going on his Carl's going on his first date since Ellie's death, and Doug is helping him. uh, You know, he doesn't know how to date anymore, and Doug is like being the good best friend dog and. 
Did you watch the Doug show on Disney Plus? I had no idea Doug had a show. Yeah, it's like a six shorts or something like that. It's cute. I'll have to find it. Yep. Disney, man. I hate them and I love them. <laughs> I mean, there's no, it's no wonder Pixar keeps going back to the Toy Story well. None of their other movies are doing good lately. I think Lasseter's, I don't know. There was a level know. of creativity when he was there that seems to be lacking now. All I know is I'm happy Hocus Pocus 3 has been confirmed and it's going to be a trilogy <laughs> now. I my only wish is that they have to Jurassic World it where they bring back the old cast and the new cast and combine. Oh, okay. See, that would be totally fine by me. I'm sad though that um both Marshalls aren't coming back for it, which would be super duper cool. Like if we're talking ideal cameos from the original mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus, how cool would that have been to have Gary and Penny Marshall in there? Yeah. But uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I'm still going to watch it whether it comes out, but I'm also like, the man, the last one was so good. Do they need to keep touching it? I mean, now that they can't wait 30 years to do it again, Bette Midler doesn't have that in her, sadly. Even though the three of them looked great, I mean, under all that makeup, they're still like nearly 80-year-old women. At least two of them are. Yeah. No offense to Sarah Jessica Parker, if you're listening. Oh, what if she was listening? If you're listening, A, you were one of my first crushes as a child because (laughs) of that movie, along with Wendy Peppercorn in The Sandlot. Uh, (laughs) And B, come on the show. Love you in Flight of the Navigator. Yes. And B, come on the show. We will cover either Hocus Pocus again if you want to talk about it. We'll cover anything and... Has she been in any Christmas movies we've covered? I feel like she's been in some Christmas movie, but I don't know. She was in the family. She's in the family stone. That's it. Okay. One of my faves. One of your faves. I forgot. So we really need to have her on because I'm the only one that desperately loves that movie. And y'all could be heels. While she and I could be the hero Mm -hmm. saying that movie was perfect and awesome. And I love it so much. And these two guys don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) <laughs> you know it's funny though speaking of her and hocus pocus tom and i were just in the episode we did talking about how before you know it, our spooky content will be here like it's already yes, it like the end of june which is crazy i mean they already have christmas stuff up at hobby lobby around us and like they're starting to bring out the halloween, halloween. yeah school's gonna start again and guess what and speaking of scary time. Speaking of scary, we watched something terrifying tonight for the main show. <laughs> Truly disturbing. I'm, I'm not even joking here. We'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we covering tonight? We are covering what we think or what Anthony remembers is a um, Friends of the Podcast recommendation from across the pond. We think Rebecca Bull, now Rebecca Watt. And um, Disco 54 recommended this one. Um, we're covering Stickman from 2015 TV movie, 27-minute delight. With it's an only 27 minutes? It's only 27 minutes. Hmm. You don't do this to me. I know you're trolling. Um, <laughs> quick plot synopsis. I am Stickman. Stick <laughs> I am Stickman. Stickman lives in the family tree with his stick lady love and their stick children three. And he's heading on an epic adventure across the seasons. Will he get back to his family in time for Christmas? I don't like that. I feel like that's misleading because it makes it sound like he is willingly going on this adventure. Yeah, that is is misleading. Let's do, let's try this one. Okay. Stickman, an animated twig lives with his stick lady and their children in the family tree Out one day for a jog, he meets a little boy who throws him for his dog to fetch, some children who play poo sticks with him, and a swan who uses him to build a nest before being washed out to sea and onto a beach far from home. After several other humiliating encounters throughout the year, he has an unexpected savior in the form of Santa Claus who helps him get home for Christmas with his family. Is there anything else I need to even say 
about the team. <laughs> just run through it. I think that's literally <laughs> okay. Did I have a Linus moment? Um... <laughs> okay, let's see. I I want to say this was a release in Great Britain, was... but yes, in 2016. Okay. It was based on the book published in 2008 by Julia Donaldson, who obviously did the Gruffalo. <gasps> the Gruffalo. Yep. Uh, I have the past. I have not read the book, and I have not seen the special before today, and I have questions about. This okay, book. I have the same history, but no <laughs> questions. I thought it was I have, pure delight. I have serious questions, and okay. But before we even get into the cast and walk through this very easy special here, uh, you not did you not find him a little terrifying? No, not at all. I thought he was wonderful. Although now that you say it, while I still don't find him terrifying, he does have a bit of the same body structure as um, uh, Return to Oz. Like the trees, you know, with their hands and stuff. Yeah, like the the, uh, Wicked Witch's trees in the original Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. but he's precious and I love him. He reminded me of a mix of that and the bow truckle from Fantastic Beasts of <gasps> Yes! He's totally, totally and I don't know. He just kind of scared me because I it, it was the way he's drawn. They make him look really tall for a stick. And I'm like, <laughs> if I saw that thing running at me through the field, I'd run the other <laughs> way. That's your horror movie right there. <laughs> I I really loved him. I, I like the said- animation. Having said that, though, I would still, if there was an ornament of him, probably get it for the tree. Yeah. Would Larry confuse it for a real stick and run off with it? No, Larry is actually very good, much better than my cats used to be with the Christmas stuff. Really? Mm -hmm. It's very respectful. I love that. Yeah. He knows Santa's always watching. (laughs) Speaking of Santa. (laughs) um, Okay, so let's do our voice credits. Some of these... We'll get to talk about and some of these we've already talked about. So let's start with our main character in the special is Stickman himself, um, voiced by Martin Freeman, who we have talked about in um, oh. what's it called? A pageant? Love actually, no. Love actually. Nativity. Love actually and nativity. <laughs> that was it. How much do you think he got paid for this special? Um, I don't know. I mean, he had like. Minutes? He not had five lines. lines of dialogue. <laughs> he only had five lines. That's not true. Is that well, true? Well, I mean, they could have recycled every time he said, I don't know why they're confusing me. I am a stick man. <laughs> it's simple dialogue. <laughs> which I don't mind. Um, okay, so our narrator, who there's not e- it's not even heavy on narration, the story. Like it's not. It's it's a very well told story visually most of it is relying on the visual telling of the story but our narrator is jennifer saunders from i know from absolutely fabulous primarily but we've covered her haven't we i feel like i don't know i don't know either i know her as voicing the fairy godmother in shuck 2 which is a superior shuck film i love that okay nice is that the one with um the princesses no that's the third one that's the one where she turns shrek and donkey into like a human and a horse but she has the amazing cover of i need a hero and it's better than any other cover out there really i am not familiar with this um like i know i saw shrek too but that's not the one that ever sticks out in my mind you're the Um, three with the princesses we may not have directly covered her, but she was in The Vicar of Dibley, just not one of the episodes we covered when we covered The Vicar of Dibley. Um, and looking down, I'm not sure we actually have. Hmm. Another one of those great Britain talents who is one of the few who were not in Harry Potter, and yet none of us cast her in our remake prediction. That is shocking. It is. Um, 
She She's looks a... like she could play what's her name's mom, the one you really like from uh Silent Night. The blonde. I said would make a really good Rita Skeeter in the Harry Potter remake. She could be her mom. What's her name? I can't remember her name now. I forget. I forget too. Um, but Jennifer Saunders, how about that? We get to welcome her into the Christmas world with Stickman. Um, she has a lot of voice credits. I mean, aside from her comedic talents that we know from her early career and I mean, continuing on as well. She's been in a lot of stuff where she's hilarious, but you may have heard her voice in the Sing series as well. Um, and the Simpsons minions lots of voice acting i loved her voice in this yeah i actually thought it was until i looked it up for the podcast i actually thought it was imelda staunton who plays uh yep they have a similar voice um we have another one of the big characters stick lady so like stick wife his wife um, is Sally Hawkins, who is known, I know her most from the Paddington movies. And she was in my recasting of Harry Potter, by the way. Who did you cast? I don't remember as? how. I think I I think I made her Lily, didn't I? Okay. Uh, and you were like, she's most... too old to be Lily. I know her most for the Paddington movies too, but she got lots of acclaim a few years ago for The Shape of Water, all the Oscar That's right. buzz. That's right. Oh, she was in A Boy Called Christmas, so we've covered her. She played the evil elf lady, didn't she? That's right. Yes. She did. Um, We've got our Santa, and this one is voiced by Hugh Bonneville, who is... I have thoughts on the Santa. Oh, really? Which we'll get to when we get to him. Okay. Um, Can I guess where and... you know him most from? Oh, absolutely, and you'll be right. Notting Hill? No, Notting Hill. What? I know him from Downton Abbey primarily. I didn't even know you watched Downton Abbey. Oh, I love Downton Abbey. I haven't <laughs> seen any of the movies, but I love the okay. show. Um, uh, we've covered him too. He was what did we cover him in? Oh, Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle, a Christmas. Um, he was in he was in uh Notting Hill. He was in Notting Hill as Bernie. I love Notting Hill. Do you hate Notting Hill? I don't. Oh, you do you love it? I don't love it, but it's a fine oh, movie. But it's fine. Okay. Um, He played Santa Claus before as well in an episode of the DuckTales reboot. Oh. Okay. Is that going to make it to our list? Because I love DuckTales. Uh, it should. I feel like the <laughs> next year we should really focus on TV, considering the movies. To quote <laughs> Disco 54, we're scraping the barrel. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop it. Um, most of our other voice talents are um, new names, right? Kid voices, so I'm not going to cover those. Um, all right, so Stickman, pretty simple little tale. It's a family of sticks. <laughs> it's such an odd tale when you talk about it outside of the space of the movie. It's a family of sticks. Um, a <laughs> mom and a dad stick, stick man and stick lady, and then three little stick kids. And they're cute. Okay. Can we talk about the logistics of this for a second? No, we're not going to talk about the anatomy of sticks and how this would happen. It is odd they live in a tree. That's what I was going to ask. They live in a tree yeah. with branches, which are essentially sticks. Like, so I don't get that. Right. And so, and the sticks on the tree don't seem to be sentient in any way, however they are. I will say, I kept getting, every time they kept flashing to wife stick, Throughout, uh -huh. I kept getting confused. I was like, is he having flashbacks of himself? They don't really look that different. No, she she has a slight flare to the top of her stick head, and she has a, a flare at the knee level, kind of like um, a dress. where her skirt, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like not not a huge difference. Although his kids are supported by three different body types that you would see uh in kids, which I appreciated. I loved the youngest, the smallest He's stick. Like a chunky baby. He's yeah. So cute. <laughs> he so was cute. the cutest design in this whole thing. It was I I I liked the design in everything. Um, let's talk about that real fast. The animation style. Is this animated or is this 
stop motion. It's not stop. I think it's animated. It's definitely and it's not, not stop motion. claymation, even though it has a very clay feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. But we think it's just. I think it's just animation. Cleverly just like animated. It's, uh, like stylized. Yeah. Right. I liked the way it looked. Did you like the way it looked? Overall, yes. But again, I find the design of Mr. Stickman kind of uh, unsettling. I just think they made him look really tall in certain scenes. And that's unsettling <laughs> to me. He's got to look bigger than his stick kids. <laughs> okay. He doesn't need to look bigger than the height. dog who's about to like chew him up. <laughs> it's just forced perspective. <laughs> oh, so also, funny. can we talk about the logistics? Do the humans not... Is it like Toy Story? If for some reason, yes. you can't come to life in t- front of the humans? Yes. Okay. Because hey, I was thinking the whole time, this guy could easily solve his problems if he just said, hello, I'm a stick man. Scare the crap out of all this kid. They just go running. And their parents are not going to believe him because they're kids. Right. Yeah. No, it is definitely the Toy Story treatment. Because you see it happen... I think when they're a whole family, as well as um, when he's alone, is they well, revert I, to just sticks. I wasn't sure if that was like more like the Toy Story, <gasps> we just have to play dead because this will freak people out, or if they literally. Oh, or, or if it's forced, if it's just the rule of law. And I, the only reason I say it's forced is because it seemed like Santa kind of woke him up at the end, and then was surprised, like sticking right. surprised he could talk to him. That did seem a little surprising. So you yeah. think rule of law, but Santa magic is Santa magic, exists yeah. outside of the rule of law. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could dig it. That seems right. Well, they have a cute little Christmas tree in their tree. It's like just a branch. They have a tree in their tree. <laughs> yeah. And is that weird for them that they put a tree up? You would think, isn't that As like a dead, bo- a, a dead body? And he can still sprout like leaves and stuff. It's partially how they show the passage of time is of the, these few little leaves on his body. I don't think we're supposed to think about it too deeply, but I couldn't help but think about it deeply when I was watching. That's probably because we're adults. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I liked all of it. Um he didn't freak me out like he freaks you out but i did made me it made me think about like the next time i probably walk where there are sticks around which is literally everywhere since we've had <laughs> that storm like if you found one that was like the per like none of these kids remarked on the fact that he's perfectly the shape of a man you know what i mean like i wouldn't be like oh i found a stick that's perfect for my dog i'd be like i found a stick that looks like a man <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> okay. Can we talk? Well, we'll get there, but I was shocked. I thought oh, that one kid was going to snap him in half. I don't know how that one kid just bent him into a boomerang. Yeah, I don't know either because wood is not that pliable, but he is. <laughs> Maybe that's another power of stick man. I don't so know. he does remind us at multiple points during the 27 special that he's stick man because most of his journey. That I the think first he re- synopsis was wrong about that it was. I like think a- he reminds us he's Stickman more times than the minutes in the special, and I'd be curious to go back and count. <laughs> he might. <laughs> um, but part of the hijinks is he's excited about his life in general. He's like a happy little stick. He really is. He's a very positive stick, and he's a nice guy. Like he like- goes on a run and he helps the snail out. You know. I like the beginning, the opening scene at Christmas. Uh, Mm -hmm. He is a good father and husband. Like, I love how he's enthusiastic about the toys that, and the kid has to like look at him and he gives the toy back to him. That reminded me of my dad. Right. And like, he's just very cute, held the mistletoe up under over his wife for a little kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this guy jogs. He jogs. And and this is my first moment of terror seeing this (laughs) thing running. In the park. <laughs> it's springtime. He sprouted some leaves and it's such a beautiful day. He decides to go for a jog. Um and he, he runs runs into some stick problems along his way, right? His first encounter is with a dog. What do dogs love but sticks? And all of these friendly other animals he helps 
warn him when something is about to happen, then he doesn't ever quite hear the warning in time to take any action on it. So, and then they do nothing to save him. They don't. But also, like, what's a snail going to do about a dog? Right? True. And what's a frog going to do about the force of nature that is the ocean or whatever, lake, sea, river? <laughs> I don't know. Um but a dog gets him as a stick and he is continually more and more frustrated by the fact that none of these creatures, which escalates to humans at a certain point, recognize he is a stick man. He is not a sword or a, a flag at one point or a, just a stick. He's a stick man. He's not a toy. Uh, a I, was about, I was about to say that dog knew exactly what he was. He's a That's stick. True. Dogs love sticks. And uh, I just want to move Fossil to come in and explain to the stick it's a circle of life that <laughs> <laughs> he grows on the tree. The dog eats the stick. <laughs> he doesn't get really nicked up in any of these points. Even when a swan uses him and like contorts his legs to fit into her nest for babies to be born. Yeah, he's um, very durable or pliable. He's quite durable. But the animal thing also reminded me of Toy Story because the toys can interact with the animals, but not the humans. Like I loved, right. I love the interactions how they're buddy buddy with Andy's dog. <laughs> yep, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, Is his name Buster. Buster, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he has run-ins with a fishing pole. Um, a did you swan. play poo, poo sticks as a kid? No, I don't know what poo sticks is. Neither Was that did just I. a floating thing? Was that where they had him float down we're, the river? Yeah, and apparently it's something from the original Winnie the Pooh stories. I looked it up. Oh. They used to play Pooh sticks. Just I don't a stick know. race in the water? Yeah. Which, hey, okay. British kids, get some internet, get some video games, you know. All <laughs> get you a British fris- kids that listen to our podcast. <laughs> get a frisbee. Like, just there are sticks <laughs> in the water. I, I don't know what entertainment. Pretend they're lightsabers or swords, you know. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, but part of part of the problem becomes that all of these are taking him further and further away from the family tree, um, which is where his family is. Um, yes. So he becomes more and more distressed. Um, he's quite delighted to find out he can float quite well and is a pretty good swimmer. Um, but then starts to notice, holy crap, I'm being taken further and further away from my family tree. Um, if he gets sticks, knocked out at a certain point. <laughs> I kind of want to bring a stick inside and force it to watch this. Because I feel like for a stick, this is probably like watching Saw. Or like a really scary <laughs> movie. Just seeing a stick get tortured for 27 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so where do we, we, we do get to a certain point where he can no longer see the family tree. And right. he feels a bit lost. So after the poo sticks, a geese try to make him into a nest. Yep. Um, kids make him a flagpole and a sandcastle. Yep. He's used Which as a Which was boomerang. cute because he looked like a little, yeah. a little thing tied around his head like a sweatband, which I thought was sweet. He's used as a boomerang. Mm-hmm. That one confused me a lot. Uh, he's used as the arm of a snowman. Yes. Uh, and- which excellent point is the seasons are changing as he's lost so he's been lost for a very long time and his family is missing upset him. yeah yeah they're missing if, him. if this was an adult special mom would have thought he ran out and never came back and her and the kids would have moved out of that tree so by the time he came home into a new <laughs> empty house family tree with the new <laughs> stick man yeah um, um <laughs> but then he ends up ultimately in kindling right a bunch of firewood he does which like none of this other stuff has seemed to be the end of him which is probably good because this is special definitely geared towards kids and i was glad it wasn't like super scary you know yeah i was glad they didn't go the toy story route where the fire's lit <laughs> like right right because yeah. he was thrown into a fireplace in preparation for the next day i feel and like. none of the other sticks or logs were alive no so he's definitely special it's not like you don't get the sense and it's a little confusing if you think too deeply into it which we're definitely not supposed to do that 
but you don't like not every stick is a stick man <laughs> right not every stick is has a family so he's special um and we really really find out that he's special when he he's he's been frozen and somebody brings him in and they put him on the fire for the next day, which we find out pretty quickly is Christmas Eve. Uh, the day is Christmas Eve. The next day is Christmas day. And he's on a very, very low, like had been burning all day and is no longer burning fire because it's warm enough to thaw him, which is great. Mm-hmm. But then you're also a little scared. He's going to burst into flame at any given moment. Well, when I he would. finally jumps up, he kind of like pats himself down as if like maybe something was about to catch him. Yeah. Yeah. That he <laughs> a little toasty, but he does. He jumps up out of the fire and he's about to like blow on out of there. And, um, and we hear somebody stuck in the chimney and it's a yeah. stuck man, stuck man. He stuck calls man. Him, That's right. That was my, that so was the biggest laugh of man. the special. He also says stuck man. <laughs> It's Santa. Uh, he, uh, Can we describe what this Santa looks like? Um, he's. It looks like a hobo. Like there's something about the mustache and the beard <laughs> that don't like work for me. Let me see if I can find a picture of him. There there's is one, one on IMDb. Yeah. Where I don't find he? him. He's got a short beard. He's opted for the red. Maybe um, I mean, they're always in the red. But his, his face looks a little too young. Maybe. Maybe that's it. His face does look young. He's got some bags under his eyes a little bit, but like he's been working all day, so that's that's fine. And like I so many of these specials, he only has two reindeer for some reason. Yeah, that's is that just cost savings on animation? I'm not sure. It's gotta be. That's a lot of animated specials. Like he only has two yeah, or four reindeer usually. Yeah, not the full. There's a green sleigh instead of a red sleigh, which I liked. Yep. Um but when Santa picks but up, but you didn't care for him. No, I don't. I don't like his look. Okay. I, I, Did you I, like his voice? I'm, like I'm he... looking at the picture of him right now. I don't know if it's the beard and the mustache, or just he looks so young. That didn't do it for me. He was jolly though. The voice is fine. Yeah, I guess. He sounded a little young too. So Stickman helps Stuckman, which is Santa Claus, get out of the chimney, and. And then Santa picks him up and says, stick man, and stick man comes to life. Right, because, I mean, Santa's a human, so obviously he becomes a stick again. And this makes me wonder. stick. Mm-hmm. Why, if Santa knows about stick man, how could he do anything else throughout the year? I mean, he's busy, right? Is he? Maybe stick kids wrote a letter to Santa saying, I wish you could bring my dad back. I mean, young chubby little stick kid definitely wanted his dad back because he's drawing on the wall a family yeah. picture and which by the way cute little detail like how he went from scribbling on the wall at the very beginning and at the drawing. by the end he was drawing stick figures i like that i know it's pretty smart but i don't know i don't know if it's just santa's omnipresence or but santa decides to help him he does and, and he just like he knows but not before he makes Stickman help him deliver gifts around the world. Which I also liked because the gifts, you see him deliver gifts to the kids that misused him, right? According to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so the kid that used him like a sword got a sword. The kid that used him like a bat got a bat, um, which I thought was neat. And like Stickman's a, he's really good. Like, he's a little gripey that he was used as a bat, but he wasn't, like, ticked off or anything. I would just like to tell you and inform you and our listeners that for just fifteen ninety three on Amazon, you can own your own Stickman stuffed I plush toy. Can Stickman? <gasps> you can. There's so much of this stuff I would buy. i thought he was absolutely precious um so he hops in the sleigh helps santa deliver presents and the ultimate present that santa can give him is when you see through the clearing fog on christmas night the family tree tree. they're all happy for him they're all happy he's back yep and he says he's never gonna leave home again that's right no so the ultimate food. lesson, yeah, I was about to say the ultimate <laughs> lesson about this is no exercise. Don't you dare jog. <laughs> Only leads to bad things. <laughs> I do love that. 
Um, I, it's great. I loved it so much. He even gave the dog that chewed on him a bone. Yeah. It's just sweet. It is bookended by Christmas, but is this a Christmas special? I, mm, I want to say no, but to but me, this, to be. this felt more Christmassy than the snowman, which I thought was very wintry. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. And it felt more Christmassy to me than Father Christmas, because that was about him on vacation most of the year. It's weird. Like these, these British specials really don't feel like Christmas. Their TV shows do, like their TV episodes do, but these one-off yeah. specials really don't. Maybe um, all they're doing is embodying the fact that Christmas is a state of mind and it's not a day on a calendar. Uh, yeah, that's true. This one felt, it felt Christmassy at the Christmas parts. It did feel Christmassy overall, but it has to be Christmas because it's part of the resolution. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say it is Christmas. But um, is there a Linus moment? Yes. No. What's the Linus yes. moment? It's he, even though he griped about all these imbeciles who treated him awfully all year, he still brings them joy. have done that anyway. I don't know. This guy, this guy, I'm afraid to go outside with Larry later tonight and walk him. Oh my god. It's gonna come out of the bushes. Big um, Man is like pure apart. It's one of the most pure characters we've ever covered. I mean, I can't argue that. We've covered <laughs> people like Santa's sleigh. Uh, <laughs> I am um, low, low barrel. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I'm, in retrospect, that deserved a lot higher than we rated it. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's Christmassy. Did, did you watch this with any of the kids, like June? No, and I really regretted that. Um, what was on TV? Something was on TV that everybody loves, and so I just watched it by myself. Would you? Will but you would, watch this again? I will watch this one with Jude. I would really like to see what Jude thinks about it. Hannah would love it. I don't know what Ethan would say about it. Um, Gabe would probably like it. So but I think do Jude I would really like it? Do I maybe sense this is going to be watched around Christmas later this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're putting this one in our Christmas lineup. I don't know if it'll be in our canon, but it's something I'm going to drop maybe as an advent calendar entry. Ooh, we're going to watch okay. Stickman tonight. I'd like to read the book it's based on, because I'm pretty sure the narration, at least it sounded to me like they were just reading the book, kind of like the Grinch. It did. It did. I think maybe I need to buy that book. Buy the book and buy the man plush uh, he's cuter as a toy than he was in the special i'll give it that his wife even like picks up one of his discarded leaves at a certain point and it's like oh no stick man was here and it's so sad yeah <laughs> and like, his leaf even like gets brown and crusty by the end of it when it's fall in the fall yeah bedding his leaves so it makes me wonder is that like you know, like a cop in a movie looking for DNA evidence and they find a hair. Like they could tell like the leaves, like, oh, this is my stick man sleeve. Well, it definitely supports the theory that there are no other stick men. Well, there are other sticks around. leaves. There are, but none that have this power that is the power of the stick man. Well, it's know. like he's not a stick man. He's the stick man. Look, we've been asked the question before if we could spend Christmas in any of the TV specials or movies we've covered, what would it be? I'm crossing this one off the list because I cannot live in this uh, world. You would never stick, know it. You would never know it because you're a human and it just sticks to you. Oh, what if he does the thing Woody does where he's like, so play nice. <laughs> that is nightmare fuel for sure. That's really stuck with us after all these years. <laughs> Oh man, that would be horrifying if he yeah. came to life and said that. But he's not going to do that because he's a good guy. He's a good person. And his little babies are just adorable and I love him. I think it's important to note, even though he's not on tonight's episode due to internet issues, Tom mm. loved this special. I know yes. uh, Rebecca Watt, you commented, <laughs> maybe because Tom's the biggest cynic <laughs> of the three of us, that <laughs> if he if he disliked this, you were out. Uh, he can't sing its praises, but he really did like this special. Uh-huh. 
he did really like it. Uh, next time we record with him, you know, I'm going to be like, just real quick, give us your feelings on Stickman. And did you watch it with Ellie? I'd like, to I, can't, <laughs> I can't wait for you to listen to our Rick and Morty episode. Yes, Tom literally starts out. I think we made a huge mistake. I was like, speak for yourself. I love the show. It's like, no, no, not making Julia sit through and watch these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but people have told me that I would think Rick and Morty is really funny. It is fun. It's smart. It's. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely parts of it, like all adult cartoons that are immature for sure. But I mean, sure. it's smart. I don't mind a little immaturity. Um. What would you rank this on a scale of one to ten? Um, I mean, are we ranking it against our other TV specials? specials? Yes. Well, give me a hot second to get that list pulled up here. I'd like to say that this gets a 10 out of 10. Whoa! Because I really loved this. However, oh. if I have to put my Christmas hat on, which I do... And if I have to look at, hold on, it's not scrolling. Oh man, I gave Father Christmas a 10. Uh, not a 10, a 6. So I'm going to have to give this like an 8. Oh, that's way too low. Father Christmas is great. I'm giving the stick man an 8. Okay, hold on. Scroll's killing me. Because it was, I mean, as horrifying as it was, it was enjoyable to look at. I will say it wasn't... Uh, the 27 minutes did not feel breezy to me. I'll say that. I liked I liked that it felt hefty. This is the one I wanted to linger alongside. Mm. So I, I thought that was great. I had no problems with that at all. Okay. So while on pure merit and my enjoyability of the special gives it a 10. I'm probably going to put it in the same space as Father Christmas because I think I gave Father Christmas a 9.5 mm -hmm. because of that same thing, right? Like it's got Christmas elements. It's still Christmassy, but it's not as Christmassy as some of its 10 counterparts, which are like, you know, Garfield and um, Charlie Brown Christmas and stuff like that. So I'm going to come in at a 9.5 um, and really its only detriment is that it's not all encompassing Christmas all the time. That gives us an 8.75. That's pretty, that's definitely toward the upper okay. echelon of our television list. It's wonderful. Everybody should watch it. Thank you for the recommendation, Rebecca and Disco. I will say, yeah, watch it. It's 27 minutes. You can't, I mean, if you don't like it, it's not a lot of time wasted. I did forget to mention at the top of the episode, I also saw the movie The Blackening over last week the what movie what, what which movie the blackening what is that i haven't heard of that it is a horror comedy it oh. plays on the it's an all black cast it plays on the trope that black people die first in horror movies uh. so the tagline is we can't all die first and it uh it came out on juneteenth it's a technically like a juneteenth movie but uh the killer is like you have to rate yourself by blackness and oh like to decide who i'm gonna kill first and it's, it's so funny look up the trailer it's hilarious it's super smart got good reviews but uh okay it, it's so funny one of the guys is like i can prove i'm not the blackest i voted for trump twice and they're, and they're like oh hell no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. The cover of it. We can't all die first. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. It was very funny. Nice. I love a horror comedy. It's great and genre. cut this part out. But I was literally the only white guy in the theater, <laughs> which made the experience all the better. And I'll I just bet say it that. did. I bet <laughs> it did. Oh, I love it. I give that one a shot. That's so funny. But yeah, Stickman. Um, Stickman. Who's a winner? I love it. We will um we will get a brief um what would you rank it from Tom since we know he watched it and he's just having technical difficulties and actually meeting with us tonight. So I, I want to hear where he put it. I think it's gonna be high though. Um we've got places where people can give us their feedback. 
um, where Rebecca can say, yay, Tom actually liked it. And everybody else can chime in with their feedback. Where are those places, Anthony? Linktree.com, such as a podcast. I'll take you to our Instagram, our practically defunct Reddit at this point, our Twitter, and most importantly, our Facebook group, which is the most active part place. Um, and it'll just get more active as we hit Leon Day. Well, we pass Leon Day. Um, now that we're past Leon Day, it'll just get even more active as we hit 4th of July, Christmas in July. It's all downhill from there. So in a good way. In a so, good way. Check it out. I'll also take you to our Patreon page. Patreon has not had a lot of new content recently, but that's because I'm stacking up for the Burr months on there. So lots of mm-hmm. Halloween content coming, including my Terrifier double feature with Julia for Ruin, which I'm super excited about. Uh, <laughs> and that could continue every year because they just announced Terrifier 3 for next year. Oh, super Lord. excited. <laughs> um <laughs> have some great stuff with jay and ron coming up on there so who we know are horror aficionados mm-hmm. um so yeah like stay tuned for the burr months so that's when you're going to want to really subscribe to that yeah and in the well, main feed october is one of the most fun months yeah this year will be really fun in october because natalie Pickles never seen casper so she agreed to come on for casper to cover that she's that delightful movie. She is delightful. She's one of my favorite people. Mm. Sorry, not sorry, but to the rest of you, who I also love. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we have coming up? So at some point, we're going to do Kenny and Dolly's A Christmas to Remember with Andy DiGenova. Uh We also have the Who's the Boss Christmas episodes coming up, which I wanted to get on the list after The Nanny, since it's the inverse of that, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Matt Spaulding recommended to us Christmas Story, uh, mm-hmm. which is a Santa origin tale. We have that coming up. We have The Real Housewives of the North Pole coming up, which is a Peacock original. Uh, Mr. Bean, the Christmas episode of Mr. Bean is coming up. Speaking of Johns Across the Pond. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in years. I just remember him airlifting Mary out of the nativity with the toy helicopter, I think. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I, in the lead up to Halloween, we're doing TV month again. How I Met Your Mother, that 70s show, The King of Queens with Matt Yurick of TGI Friday, TGI Podcast. So. TGI Podcast. Lots of fun stuff coming up. And then we're in October, y'all. Woo! And then November, like right the corner. it is November and December aren't planned out yet because I'm waiting for all these streaming places to announce when things drop. Yep. Hopefully we get some good stuff. I've been surprised. I, we have a lot of stuff, lots of stuff coming out this year. It's just a matter of release dates. So we'll see, but lots of excited. I mean, two weeks from now, Hallmark ornament premiere. I'll get my batch of Hallmark ornament. It's exciting. It is exciting. You know what else is exciting? What? The fact that we only have 4,368 days until Christmas. That's 182 days. That's 25 weeks. Nope. 27 weeks. Nope. (laughs) 26 weeks. Yep. There you go. (laughs) Got it, Tom. (laughs) We are nearly, well, we're over halfway there because Leon Davis is past Sunday. That's right. We'll be the teens before we know it, and then we'll be in the single digits. Kind of scary. Kind of scary. But that is one of the great benefits to our podcast is we get to whittle those weeks down together and it definitely goes faster when you're listening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, do your, do your homework. homework. Watch Who's the Boss. That's probably what we'll do next week. And uh, to you next week. Bye. Bye.